everybody. Welcome to the Slam Nest Podcast. I am Superhero Joe, joined by my fellow co-host, Marshall, a.k.a. Chiplet6, and my boy Eric, YT Eckes, at YT Eckes, uh, and our gracious moderator and supporting dad role is going to be our boy, Dopehead Dennis. Thanks for joining us on this crazy comedy slash metal slash whatever the fuck we want podcast brought to you by no one because we are out here doing the damn thing ourselves. What's up, boys? How y'all doing? Everybody good? Going yeah. on. <laughs> How's everyone doing? Let's go. I'm trying to drink. Uh, this podcast is going to be just me and the boys <laughs> venting, getting all of our stress out, having some drinks, <laughs> and shooting the shit. All right. I'm just, I'm, I'm for the shotgun this. Uh, okay. <laughs> that <Yeah. shit. laughs> that's, how we, that's how we started. Let's Two beers go. in, and I need to get there a little bit quicker. But yeah, we wanted to start this podcast just for the sheer fuck of it, just do something different. A lot of us do a lot of different content. A lot of us do a lot of different shit on a regular basis. And I thought it would be a good idea to get everyone together and some of the, the dumbest people I know and just, you know, whatever, whatever. How's it going, babies? What y'all I'm, doing? I'm pretty dumb. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to go terribly. <laughs> the mayhem. <laughs> mm. All right. So I wanted I wanted to, to talk about it because I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but did you guys see Dune? No, I've seen yet. trailers no, everywhere. Nobody. It looks well, cool. Fuck me then. No, no, no. By all means, first fuck off, me. First off, where did you watch it at? What, I watched what it at app? home. Yeah, fuck going to a theater. I yeah, what that app? that's true. That's what I meant. What app? Yeah, <laughs> HBO Max. Oh, sick. I got that. Yeah, I got that. No, dude, like it's. And I was, I was, I was talking to some people about it the other day too. I think it's, um, like I'm not obsessed with it or anything, but I, I really enjoyed it, especially because like most movies nowadays, uh, it's it's pretty depressing like yeah. I, I just i have to is it? suppress myself it is it no, looks but very action movies these days oh oh okay i have to say the movie look, the trailers look wild <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like i have to su suppress myself getting excited about these things because it's just such a fucking letdown nowadays but um i went into this like pretty open-minded and i didn't have my hopes up or anything so i was like really pleasantly surprised also uh, i never saw the original in the i think it was the 80s this an I original. I had. N I have no idea what this is. Yeah. I, there was yeah. an original. Well, this it, is fucking. Yeah. It was Blade Runner. It was a book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was. It was a book. Uh, and then they made that film in the '80s, I believe. Um, and God, it's awful. I I looked up a scene <laughs> just to kind of compare, and I'm, yeah. I I watched them fighting with those shields. Do you know what I'm talking about, Dennis? They have like Not... those shields that. Uh, okay. Anyway, it. I was like, okay, well, I'm actually glad that I never saw this fucking movie. So I know Jason Momoa is uh, in it, and he doesn't have a beard, and like that's that's daunting yeah. and and crazy to me in its yeah. own right. But like, because I love that's, Jason Momoa, so I was like, all right, I'll go watch this movie just for for him. But I've been fair. stuck on that's other fair. shit too lately, too, man. Like, I it's so hard for me to jump into something brand new. It's weird. I don't know. That's yeah, just me. It's the same with, I mean, it's it's a little different because I think TV shows have gotten to a point these days where it's like, it's like cinema. So I think a lot of people are ready to devote that kind of time. They just want to make sure because there's so much content out there that it's worth their time. So yeah. I, w I went into this knowing it was a little over two hours and, you know, it's not the end of my life if it sucks because basically everything fucking sucks now. So that's fair. I, I saw it. Yeah, I, I saw it and I was, I was really fucking surprised at how brilliant it was. And you could tell that the director, like he, he was a true fan and you could see that coming onto the screen it was it was fucking gorgeous and the acting was of course just superior it's i'm just based off the cast but 
I think he yeah. did really well at like conveying the story and uh, is it was a beautiful score as well because Hans Ooh. Zimmer is attached to it. Oh, so I fucking you know love Hans Zimmer. No, I know Hans Zimmer. I fuck yeah. with Hans Zimmer. Yeah. Can you give me like but a little just, basic like uh, uh, fucking what do you call it? Little cliff notes on the movie? I have oh, no idea what it summary. is, but I yeah, Thank give me a little God, summary on something. Yeah, I, yeah I dude, nobody fucking sees this. There's gonna be some not. Dune fan out there. It's like <laughs> no, it's fucking not. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how it is. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. Okay, guy. so yeah, brief like synopsis is it, this kid? He's supposed to be I think like 15, somewhere around there. His name's Paul Atreides, and it's kind of like Game of Thrones. Like there's all these separate houses that all hold power in certain regard. Um, but there's this stuff called spice, and it's on this one planet called Arrakis. <laughs> spice. I like that shit. Yeah. No, we don't yeah. like spice. <laughs> that's that's bad. Fuck spice. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's all it's it only comes from this one planet called Arrakis, and every there's been, people have been fighting over it because I guess it it helps people navigate through the solar system or some shit like that. Like it gives people a huge advantage, so it's like a really uh, important substance. Um, and from one way or another, I can't remember, but the uh what the fuck are they called it's who's batista it's his character oh dave, dave batista. batista yeah yeah yeah. harkonnens harkonnens that's what they're called that's what their house is so they have been running the spice exports from that planet for a, a, a really long time uh and for one reason or, in, or another the emperor wants uh paul atreides his house atreides he wants them to go over and start taking over spice production um and i don't want to I really don't want to give anything away because I got to worry about spoilers too. But it's it's about that. Also, there's this thing called the Bene Gesserit, which are like witches. It's like a coven of these really fucking intense women who are just smart as shit. And they use this thing called the voice, which basically makes you do Ooh. anything they want you to do. Yeah, it gets all deep and guttural. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. It's it amazing. almost sounds like it's like a sci-fi medieval thing. Kind of. It is. It's yeah, exactly. yeah, it definitely, it definitely yeah. looks like that. Yeah, from, yeah, from like so the trailers a, and little bit. Of I'm, I'm invested. Yeah. I no, may. It's, it's fire is as it, fuck. So it's out on HBO Max, and I can go watch it. Yes, it's in theaters. I have I have HBO Max. I might go do that because I got. I, I I watched Mortal Kombat on HBO Max the night like the hour it came out. That was yeah, fucking lit. Yeah, Dennis, you and me were I've like been doing that with like most of the releases. I want to watch Halloween Kills at some point. I haven't had a chance to yet. I might do that like, tomorrow after stream. You didn't I like just it? finished that it's like the lit. other night. It's yeah, I, I, I really so many, so many different opinions all at once. I like it. It's lit. Fuck this. <laughs> there's, there's definitely like some aspects of the film that I thought were great, but in it's total, the, yeah. it's the true slasher experience, man. Literally everyone. I heard that. he squares up with Fireman at one point, and I just yeah. want to see that I, part. I mean, That's I mean, all I really want to see. For like, yeah, the, the amount of bodies he just fucking stacks yeah, in that movie. That, that's what I enjoyed the most. I heard <laughs> somebody said he was hard, trying to catch up to Jason on like the all-time kill count because Jason still holds like the kill record like in all of his movies well jason also has like fucking 50 movies but I, halloween is yeah. somewhat close but jason has the kill count i heard that that was him trying to catch up to the <laughs> to the body count i was like word okay i i will watch it makes sense and it, plus it was supposed to be the sure. it was supposed to be the wrap-up for the story right no no there's gonna be another one next year there's gonna be another one fucking me jamie that, lee curtis was, is still gonna be doing this shit out, like yeah it was supposed to come out year after year yeah. I don't know. I don't so okay, so this is a good way we could segue into a topic point. So I have a debate with Tave, my my wife. I personally enjoy when some stories can go, you know, further and further. Like I'm trying to think of a good example that's not super, you know, geeky like Harry Potter or anything. Like I'm trying to think of a good movie like uh 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 Fuck Brain, where are you at? Let's say let's say Deadpool, okay? Like Deadpool, when it came out, it had it could have been its own movie and that'd have been it. 
And you would never see yeah. any more Deadpool. He might have little cameos and stuff in X-Men movies or whatever. But, like, we got yeah. Deadpool 2. And Tavia is not big on sequels or prequels. Okay. Oh, like, like, oh, there you go. I thought about it. I Am Legend. Like, everybody was like, oh, I Am Legend was great on its own. And that was, we could leave it at that. But I personally would love a prequel about Dr. Neville or learning about more about his time before he got there. Or a sequel where I got to learn more about his, uh, you know, consequences of everything that he did. Like, I love stories going on and on. It's almost like books. Like, you know, you see 12 series books or whatever. Like, I kind of enjoy that kind of thing. What What do you guys think about that? I personally fucking love sequels. But Tavia just, she's not a big fan. She'd rather stories be done, done, and that's it. I mean, it just really depends. I agree. Yeah, with Tavia. that's 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 what I, I don't. Say, I yeah. don't want a No Country for Old Men Part Two. Yeah. Why not? Are you kidding me? That was a fantastic that's, movie. Maybe a new whole, character, or maybe. Is, that's why the movie is so fantastic. The way it ends, it's just it. Just what a ends. fucking movie! Right the, the coin flip yeah, right scene. Right in the middle of his like oh. talking about his dream, he it, the movie ends. It's I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it might be easier for comic book movies to do the sequel prequel thing, exactly. but like, but I mean, there yeah. are like, I am legend is a great example of like, I would love to see a before or an after of the beginning of I am legend. Like, I would love to see all of that. Like I, that was, that movie had a lot of depth or like, I mean, you could probably go the same way with slasher movies like scream, like they're coming out with the new scream. How many more people can they kill? And how many more ways can they kill them without it getting kind of repetitive and fucking whatever you know does that make i mean i might be just yeah. Yeah, a fanboy well, I mean, on certain that's senses why saw fell off right like how many well many yeah, yeah that's I, a good I, point I, I definitely well their story just got names. fucking diluted i feel i feel like you know how many fucking mind tricks can you play on somebody and that one had was more <laughs> convoluted i feel but like anything well, else i feel like could do, be fine i don't know i th i think the main point is that it's not up to us if if it makes money the studio is going to say this it's made true. money we're going to make another one that one yeah. doesn't make money, and they then, stop making them. Yeah, and That's even fair. if they do make another one, you can't really be mad at more content. No. If, if it doesn't happen, then you can just appreciate what you got. No. I'm a big well, fan that, of diversifying. That comes back to your, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That, yeah. that comes back to your point, Marshall, is that it depends because it does yeah. matter. If like if someone's so invested in in you know a storyline and the lore of a certain franchise, it does matter to them because they they're like fuck no, I don't want this if it's gonna be garbage. I don't care how much content it is if it's if it's gonna like. It, prime example is Predator twenty eighteen. Do you remember that fucking movie? Yeah, like, I'm a huge yeah. Predator fan, and that, that was, was more content, but it was fucking shit. Like if you look up the definition of fucking garbage in the dictionary, <laughs> it's Predator at 2018 right there. It just shat and the game on too everything. was ass too, but you know it's whatever. It shat on everything that these guys created. <laughs> you know, in terms of lore for 20 years, it just took a shit on everything. Yeah, and it didn't make any well, fucking money. I, and I don't know. Like you can take the like Halo's fucking coming out and it's so divided now because people want classic trilogies and shit, but new stuff is happening so like i feel like if you want the old stuff then stick to it bro that's all you and you can just fucking pretend the new stuff that they're doing doesn't exist <laughs> and that's really hard to do when this shit's plastered everywhere though like uh yeah go ahead but, well i'm not like i i know i just i don't want to get anything fucked up here like i'm not saying there's one right way to do things or another i'm just playing devil's advocate saying that you know some you know crazy hardcore fans of these certain you know uh franchises like it's just not they don't care they don't want more content they want quality content and that i do yeah. understand
Uh, but and I understand the other side of the aisle as well. Like I get what you're saying about um, you know, prequels and sequels and stuff like that. Of course, like if one side of me would be super excited about that, especially if it's something that I'm invested in, like Predator or like fucking Blade or or, or Alien. I'm so ready or, for the new Blade, by the way. I'm yeah, sorry. There's, 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 there's Ali's gonna kill it. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch of shit that I'd be stoked for. But there's some other things where I'm like, okay, like that I guess d- doesn't really need anything else. It's pretty good where it's at, but that comes back to your point again, Marshall. It's just it just depends. Like that's fair. Some people are gonna love it. Some people are gonna hate it. That's never gonna mm-hmm. change. But studios will continue to make these films if they make money. Period. I like it when they diversify the media, like where they so like the Matrix series, for example. They made the movies. The movies are great, right? And instead yeah. of just going into the new one that's coming out, continuity wise, the games are are canon. Like they. Are act, like the reason why you don't see Morpheus in the new trailer is he died in the last game that came out fucking 15 years ago on like the PlayStation 2. And that's that's cool to me too. If if media was a little bit more like I mean nowadays gaming obviously is to a point where a lot of people are playing games, a lot of people are doing this. But like, you know, back then if you weren't playing the Matrix games, you don't know what happened in the story unless you, you know, you didn't have YouTube back then either. But I'm all for companies diversifying their media and like uh, another good example is like in some of the I keep going back to comics because I'm a fucking nerd, but like in some of the like the Batman series, a lot of their stories are canon, but they're told through graphic novels. Fucking 300 page books and comics that are huge, or 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 even side stories that are huge that have all these different variables that may play later play a part in later movies or you know give you a little backstory on whatever. Like I'm fine with companies doing that, but like. They just they should i feel like they should do a little bit more like what is it uh like the uncharted movie is about to come out here yeah. soon and the, if it's anything like that i like them being able to go off the games and make a movie and do stuff but like i feel like there should be some side story there should be some exposition for those people like me that want to you know learn more or um, i mean i'm a lore whore too like i I fucking love reading about shit. Like on my lunch break or even at work, I have my headphones in and I listen to like, well, nerd. I listen to audiobooks or I listen to like lore things from some of my favorite games just to fucking consume information. I feel like knowledge is is key in a lot. Well, knowledge, knowledge of video yeah. games. Knowledge. Well, I mean, I just like knowing shit. Like I feel like the more you know, you know. Yeah. What are those See, old? <laughs> what are those old cartoons? What was the? The, the the fucking educational like sing-alongs you know what I'm talking about like knowledge is power. <laughs> that's GI Joe. That is not kind of a, a, a full circle moment there though, Joe. Because like what you're talking about, like it it brings me right back to Dune, which is like the only negative things Ooh. that I've heard people saying about it is that it's boring. And yeah. I'm like, okay, well look at the context here. First film, it says part one. They have to establish all these characters. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well paced. I didn't think it was boring for a fucking second, but. It, it comes down to those things. It's like people like us, you know, you and I, we love the lore stuff. We like character yeah. development. It helps us understand things. It helps us appreciate things more. And some people, you know, they're on the opposite side of the spectrum. They just want fucking action and crazy CG shit, or they they want, you know, whatever the case may be. They don't appreciate the lore side of things as much as somebody like you or I, you know? Yeah. I was just about to say too because you brought up the PS2 Matrix thing. Yeah. And games just aren't made the same anymore. A lot of a majority of gamers are casual gamers, gamers. And gamers. Like, <laughs> gamers. And they're playing like gamers. Uh, 
they're playing battle royales and shit you know they're playing fortnite yeah Warzone. god they're not fucking playing games with stories in them anymore <laughs> but i mean really. no because I'll, I'll man i hate to stop you right there and stump you but well fortnite is probably not the best example but i'll use warzone because i did play a good chunk of warzone before they got real fucked up corporate wise they did start incorporating a story within their 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 battle royale because their world is so big it just didn't make sense to put certain characters so not just like oh the season launched here you go here's some new characters there's reasons why those characters are there and there's reasons why they're in uh what's it called verdansk the the name of the the map or whatever there's reasons you why they're the doing name it. of the map Jim? i played a lot yeah, of it okay just about to say like i played a lot of it before they got real fucking lawsuity okay anybody else knows about this bro <laughs> anyway I'm a, I'm a, hey, if you, hey, it is what it is. I'm a gamer, you know? I'm just a gamer. a gamer. I'm a gamer, gamer. right here. Okay, bada beam, bada boom, goddammit. Hey. Bro, the real gamers are shooting people in the face. They don't anyway, but I'm just saying, like, you can see that people are, I mean, even companies, developers or whatever, you can see that there's stories being developed around that stuff. So, I mean, I don't, there's, it's, it's, I don't think it's a lost art is what I'm getting at. Like, it's not, stories are still relevant to a certain degree. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not acting like they don't exist. Like, no, I'm just saying. Like, like God of War, that was a big hit, and Red Dead. Yeah. And God, I'm so ready for God of War to come to PC. Oh, dude, Eric, you have to stream that. That'll be fucking funny. Well, oh. we'll see. But I do want to say, like, you guys are bringing up really interesting points right now too, and I think that like that applies to to film and and <laughs> TV today. I think that even Alexa, shut the fuck up. Um, I think that like. God. those kinds of things no matter what a studio is going to look at something that has a bunch of lore behind it right like even lord of the rings something that was fully like i thought was really well fleshed out according to the books and yeah they were incredible movies but even stuff was left out of that so you and it's it only seems to be getting worse nowadays when studios pick up these films they focused on certain areas of the story they True. don't care about anything else they just want to make and they shove shit down your throat it's like people talking at you like giving out plot lines and shit like that because they think you're so fucking stupid that you need somebody to tell you this they try to dumb it down as much as they can and i understand why they do that it's mm -hmm. business wise it makes sense because they want the movie to do well they want people to understand what's going on i get it but the average consumer is an idiot <laughs> that's how they see it for sure and i'm not saying necessarily that they're wrong but yeah, I think it's it's interesting. It's it's very interesting because there's a bunch of stuff that you know in, in like Dune, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter is a bunch of shit that's in the books and in the lore that we never see yeah. in movies, and they just try and consolidate shit. And sometimes that can be a good thing, other times not so much. So yeah. I think it's yeah, it's just an interesting point. I fully agree. That's that's why I like a lot lately. I've been watching like comedies like fucking reno and stupid shit like i fucking that. love reno just, just because the dialogue officer dangles just, yeah the dialogue <laughs> is just so like you have to catch it you know what i'm saying like letter kenny like that's a really good one where you i just started watching that and oh my god it is pretty fucking funny i yeah. i i, I, I rewatched because for like the millionth time because i fucking loved it i rewatched how i met your mother because i i do think up yeah. until the last season where the story kind of fell through a little bit for me like the the situations the folks get in are really genuinely funny, and the characters you you fucking love from season one it is funny. I do agree. I, I you, this shit just works when you can actually pick when you actually can understand and pick up certain jokes. It's you right. follow along. It's exactly. the best. It's it's satisfying. And then just yeah. today's like movies that are like thriller or like just suspense or whatever is supposed to put you on it. Like a twenty four movies. That's that's what I'd be hating Ooh. on lately, just because like. 
every movie they do is like they're supposed to build you up and the ending is supposed to be fucking crazy but how how crazy is the ending going to be if i know every film that they produce <laughs> is like a cool yeah. ending or like a satanic or ending. it's predictable and you're like yeah what the fuck are you it's doing? Just, it's, you're it's you're talking about Hereditary and Midsummer, aren't you? Those are the big ones. Yeah, I don't fucking like those movies. But <laughs> Hereditary was okay. I didn't hate Hereditary. I, think, I, I loved um, Hereditary. Midsummer was garbage, that, though. That's true. I think, well, I, I, Hereditary is fine. I like. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> but like everything that A twenty four does is always fucking cultist and shit like that. It's so, really annoying. I did want to bring up this because you brought up Dune and it made me want to think about, or it made me think about, uh, who do hey, fuck, fuck you. Okay. I am warming up the boy. vocal cords. <laughs> Dude, I did that shit the other day while I was on FaceTime with Eric and I was like, Hey, listen here, bitch. You didn't hear nothing. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. I heard. <laughs> uh, I, I just finished, um, me and Tavia finished it last week, last Thursday. We finished you season three. Have y'all watched that? Have y'all watched you on Netflix? Just the just the first Dude, season. Right? Man, something about Netflix, brother. Well, okay, so Netflix does have some gems because I love The Witcher and The Witcher's a Netflix series. So, suck my dick. That is a, that is a fantastic adaptation from the books. I read the books. I have the books upstairs. Uh, the, the I'll just but, watch it for Henry Cavill. He's a sexy motherfucker. Hundred percent. That's a good. That's a plus one for me. Uh, comfortable with my sexuality. <laughs> you guys should watch you season three though, or just you in general. That it's a. It's a show about a guy that's um, had a really troubled childhood, right? And all of these women in his life, like his mom, have been been with the wrong guy, and they've been abused, and this, that, or died, or something. So he becomes like obsessive about protecting people, or protecting women rather. And he has like all of these like stalker qualities, and he kills people to protect them. It's really, I would argue that it's kind of comparable to Dexter without the. The, the 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 connection to the police that Dexter had, but it's arguably like there's some comparison, and it's really interesting to see like how this dude handles situations. Like in the season three, there's a situation where, uh, oh man, that'd be a spoiler. There's situations where he has to like, mm, do I kill this person and do this, or do I just lock this person up in this little basement and and fucking try to you know, uh, uh what do you call it, um. Uh, frame them for something or bring up something that they don't want out to the public and it's really just interesting how he handles situations that shit has been fucking fantastic like me and tavia have gotten wine drunk watching that highly recommend great show and dennis yeah. if you watch the season one you I love season two and three when they 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 try to cancel crystalia or they did cancel crystalia that's the only reason i think I he's that show because he was in the yeah, second he, season. yeah yeah he's in the second season yeah yeah and uh well he had some allegations come out oh yeah who doesn't Bruh. Everybody's just a fucking pedophile. It's it's I saw, ridiculous. I saw Crystalia live. He was a funny dude. I like him. I, mm. I, I you know what? I'm not a huge fan of stand up, but his my wife and I are, are definitely on board. I love stand up. Sure. Uh, I, I'm a big fan of Dave Chappelle. I'm a big fan of like Eddie Murphy's old school stand up. I'm a big fan of Richard Pryor. I, I love because again, it's kind of harping back on what um, Marshall was saying, like just being able to understand certain jokes and like going to comedians or something that have like a smart way of telling it is it's, it's almost rewarding that you understood it. I love that kind of thing too. That's, but. that's fair. I think a lot of people, you know, subscribe to that same belief system too, because standup has always been popular and probably always will be popular. But for somebody like yeah, me, like, sure. you know, I, I just don't think like jokes are funny. 
especially if I know they're not true. Like if you're standing on stage and just really funny. You're a joker. You know what I mean? A game mode. Like, the shit that I find is funny, like find funny is like if somebody, you know, falls in front of me or something or somebody oh, gets situational hurt or, or humor. Something funny thinking about it. Man. Exactly. It's like like real shit. Hey I bro, you watch ridiculousness, happens. don't you? Ugh. Ooh, no, it's just like stuff that happens legitimately that's real. I find that funny. But when someone's yeah. like sitting on stage telling me something that I know is most likely, you know, 99% bullshit, I, it's just hard for me. Even if it's funny and well done and well crafted and well written, it's still hard for me to kind of jump on board with that because I know it's just horseshit, which is why I think this important separation for me because I love TV and cinema so much, mainly cinema, um, is because I that it's set to me in a premise that I understand. Like on, I just like, I had that experience as a young kid, like listening to standups and thinking it was the funniest shit that these people are just the funniest people on the planet. And then I figured out that these are jokes that people wrote. This mm. is not real life experiences that these people had. And I just got a sour taste in my mouth. I'm like, that's just, that just makes everything not funny to me. You know, the, the way that you say that though, because they write it out, it's, it's like what Joseph said is very satisfying seeing how they write come come all the way around like mm -hmm. a song it's yeah comedy, comedy and stand-up and music is it's for sure an art form like I oh have yeah no debate there you just have a taste and for I, the different art that's yeah that's fine yeah yeah, yeah it's just and, and yeah, like i said it's not all stand-ups like some stand-ups like chris D'Elia and uh dave Chappelle, and even some of like tom segura's shit like i, I can get behind some of yeah. that stuff it's fun it's i get it i understand it's an art form it's really hard to fucking I can't imagine writing a joke like that, like you were saying, Marshall, that comes full circle. It's it's a performance. It's, it's honestly oh. probably the hardest thing you can perform, to be honest. I don't know about that. But it's, what would you it's say hard. is the counter? Like, I want to know. What would you say is the counter? Whole... What would I say is a counter that's the hardest thing to perform? Yeah. I'm just out of curiosity. Oh, shit. Um, probably I don't, if it, swords or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like if you're, there was this one thing I saw. I, I, can't, I can't remember what it was called. And if I say the name, I'll probably, it's, somebody's going to say that's racist. No. I think it was like Sh Shaolin monks or something like that. Like some crazy fucking play that was going on in my town. I went to see that. They were stacking chairs like 80 feet high, fucking standing, wow. on, standing on spears and shit. It was the craziest fucking thing I think I've ever seen. But so that's some physicality like, involved. It, okay, fair. Sure, but it's entirely <laughs> different. Like, I wouldn't correlate the two. I just yeah. think that basically every art form, if you're doing it live, there's so many factors that go into it that make it difficult. Like, yeah, I, 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 would, I wouldn't say that one thing's harder than the other. It's just my experiences with stand up and i've seen it live like lewis black i saw him live i saw Ron i White love live. lewis black incredible. holy shit yeah. oh my god i incredible. love him like it was it was awesome but still there's a part of me that's like i can laugh and and you know there's a smart funny man lewis black his shit yeah. is so fucking like you're like wow i feel like i learned something and laughed really fucking <laughs> hard in the process that's lit <laughs> yeah yeah i just and then Ron White is on the other side of the spectrum. Oh God! Stupidest shit. Yeah. You know you're a redneck when. No. <laughs> so I I do understand the appeal. I do, and I know that my opinion will be far outside the majority. Ah, fine. I, I do. So I do get that. I do want to ask though. Experience with it because you've brought cinema up, and again, we're all you know. I, I, for those listeners that don't know, like I I'm friends with Marshall, and Marshall lives in my town, and we we kick it on a regular basis. But I'm still learning a lot. Marshall, I wouldn't consider, like. I know everything about him. He's he's a brother to me, but like I'm still learning about him. And Eric is a new friend that I've been learning about over the past couple months, and so is Dennis. So uh, I'm just curious. Curiosity has just gotten me tonight. 
you keep bringing up cinema and i know how much of a fan of it. what would you say is your gold standard like what's your go-to movie when you want to just fucking this is my movie like i mean i could tell you mine and you might judge me because i brought it up already but mine's i am legend i think that's like cinema like from the from the from the judges first yeah it's fine i, I am legend for me is like the 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 fucking i felt i i've never i was like 14 when i saw the movie and was just bawling in the fucking theater and not even just the dog scene but just the whole sheer fact of being alone, the going crazy. What would you do in that situation? You know, like that, I Am Legend is like peak cinema to me. It's beautiful. It's scary. And there's a little bit oh, of a... It's a butthole. It's got a little bit of everything in there and not too much of everything. You know, it's just enough to get you curious. And, and again, bring it back. I want to know more about the universe. It's, I'm just going to leave it there. But yeah, Eric, I want to know, like, what's your gold standard for like, you know, fucking movies? You know? It's a good question. And I think that anybody who's like invested in cinema as invested in cinema as I am will tell you that it's that's too hard of a question. If you if I had to answer that, I would have to break it down by genre and subgenre. Oh, uh, like, what's your favorite I genre can't... then? Hit me with that. Favorite genre? And that's then give me the movie. One, it's wild. <laughs> ones that had ones that had like, you know, a big impact on me as a kid were definitely monster flicks if you couldn't. Okay. Oh yeah. So I feel that. So, so I grew, I was born in 95. So I grew up with, like, Same. you know, in my, and thankfully my dad showed me, you know, all the fucking 80s badass shit. But the stuff that I grew up on was like American Werewolf in London. I grew up on Gremlins. I grew up on Men in Black, the alien, the, the crazy shit that Rick Baker did in that movie. I'll never fucking forget. <laughs> Pause Amazing. real quick. I think for like the first two months of Stella's life, I called her Gizmo. <laughs> I was like, bright yeah, light, so, bright light. Yeah. <laughs> Like those movies for for me, it's just a nostalgia thing, and I, I I will always have like a tremendous amount of appreciation for those films. But then you could go to like the opposite end of the spectrum and talk about like art house movies. And for me, like one that always Ooh. comes to mind is Little Miss Sunshine. Wow. I don't, I don't know if any of you guys have seen that. I've film. seen it. No, I haven't. Yeah, Fantastic I thought that movie. film was fucking beautiful. Everything about it, from the cinematography to the writing to the performances to the whole storyline, it's just. It's not something you would expect, and if you go into it blind, it's it's gonna you know it was one of the best mm. movies that I I've ever seen. I hit so you with one that was like George Romero's oh, black and white like Night of the Living Dead, fucking sixty nine. Yeah, that changed man. the game for horror, dude. Oh, like nobody, nobody I had ever made a film get like scared that. watching that fucking movie. I'm twenty six years old. That movie is fucking beautiful, though. As as oh. a horror fan, that just that really tickles my pickle that you. You talk about that movie in such high. I have it on Blu-ray sitting you, over here. I'm, I am ready to go, <laughs> dude. Six it's in '69, bro. He changed the fucking game. After that, R. we R. got Last House on the Left, Exorcist, Halloween, all these fucking yeah, giant movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Horror forever. And George A. Romero's Night of the Living Dead was in '69. That changed the fucking game for everybody. Before that, it was Universal monsters and black and white shit and stuff like that, which is still amazing, but. He really, with that one film, changed everything. It was a, a pinnacle moment in history. I want to come back to that, but uh, Marshall, yeah, I want to know what. Oh, oh sorry, Marshall, I didn't interrupt you. I was going to say, I want to know. Growing up in '69, where that released and Black Sabbath was around. Oh, for fuck's sake! Dude, oh, like, I, I swoon at the idea. Oh, I really do. <laughs> if oh. I could have been waiting in line to go see The Exorcist, like. I, oh, 100%. I could literally die right fucking now and just be the most ecstatic person on planet Earth. Like, I I really envy my parents for living through that time period. I, I argue with my mom all the time. They're like, man, I should have been born in the 70s. Like, what the fuck were y'all doing? <laughs> 
Marsha, I want to know what's your what's your like go to movie? Like, what do you think is like? Oh, this is the jam that I could watch all the time and have Peak a good time. Cinema, y'all are both wrong. Peak cinema is Forrest Gump. I swear, to <laughs> fucking Forrest god, fucking Gump, dude. Shout it out Forrest Gump. Top god tier film, dude. But right why? Under, right under radio. Radio. Okay, radio. I actually, I, I love that movie. That's a great fucking movie. Why Forrest Gump? Because it's, dude, it's, it's long. Don't say Tom Hanks. And it, and it never gets old, dude. I love <laughs> every part of that movie. Every part of that movie is so golden. That's that's one area where I differ from most people who like the cinema shit, who get really deep into it. Is that most people, because it's that movie has become such a cliche and stuff like that. Most people who are so invested in cinema, they just poo poo it. But I'm with you. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. Forrest Gump gorgeous I don't, I don't think it's, it's a the great best movie, movie. Time, no yeah it's fucking up there it's up there it's so good goodwill hunting no <laughs> very fucking beginning where the feather is falling down and he's like pointing at the shoes you can tell a lot about somebody <laughs> what all right so how do you guys feel about napoleon dynamite I, man, okay, this, this, this is gonna bring me back to that argument. Why have I not gotten a napoleon dynamite too, bro? I want I want to know more about napoleon. I want more. I want that was more. It. No. That was no, that know, movie. That, that was pretty satisfying. <gasps> Tina, you fat lard, eat the food. <laughs> Dude, as soon Love as I movie. saw the opening credits were food, I was like, this is this is it. Well, it yeah, I mean, it's like a grainy looking film. It looks like somebody recorded it on like, fuck, they're like, you know, grainy fucking old school. It, it's grainy. It's, uh, you know, old school looking. It's beautiful. I like appreciated it more and more like i, yeah. I know something i, I love the like soundtrack that. in that movie so fucking much dude like i mean not even the, the characters obviously are i love them and how yeah, outlandishly yeah. funny it can be but like how it does like i love i love when games do this but also i really love it when movies don't take themselves fucking seriously and they just kind of have fucking fun me and eric talked about this the other night like like people just don't want to do shit for fun anymore it's just all gotta be fucking go-to serious yeah professional. It's, yeah so like i love it when like devil may cry i don't know if any of y'all ever played devil may cry that game knows it's a shit show so they harp on all of the comedy tropes and they let you have the fun of doing whatever and it's the same thing with movies like napoleon dynamite knows it's a fucking goofy movie and does everything that you wanted to do and then surprises you fantastic yeah. uh yeah i want a second one fuck y'all <laughs> excuse me guys uh, urinate real quick all right we'll cut this out uh, beer break I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get a beer I'm yeah that's fine I, I got a mini fridge i'm with that thing dude <laughs> then it's what we should what should we uh switch up switch it up to all right uh, we've been all movies for a minute feels yeah, good well, i mean i i, I did want to ask one thing about yeah like fucking movie or like since you guys were talking about sequels sure, and prequels sure. i'll say what did you guys feel about like remakes okay that is a good one um uh we could do that and then i'll, I'll let everybody yeah, know yeah. we'll cut this out in the footage uh but we'll yeah. we'll you can you can ask that question and then i'll let everybody know like hey we're gonna switch topics a little bit and kind of try to make it smooth from the movies yeah. um yeah. Uh, what do you think of the dynamics so far you feel like everyone's kind of balancing yeah, not, I feel like yeah, it's, like, everyone's talking pretty well together. I was like, so no worried because really, like, yeah, I was worried because like when we did the podcast, we were there would be some times of some dead air, and it was stress it would stress me out. I noticed I, that's why I don't want to stream this because I can just yeah, cut this shit out. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Marsha, you not swole, bro? Chill, little V neck, <laughs> little V neck. <laughs> what are you drinking on, man? 
Did you say? I said you're not a swole. Little V neck. I ain't, I ain't get this for nothing, bro. Oh my god. So Dennis, you don't drink much, do you? Uh, no, just, just like yeah, like on a special occasion type of shit with family. Not a, not. Is it a personal choice or just like you don't like it? Or just out of curiosity. I guess a little bit of both. Like I, I haven't really found anything that I really enjoy myself. And then you know, fucking. Probably my so. parents were fucking kind of alcoholics, so I didn't really care for it growing up. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Half the time, I feel like I just don't even think about it. What are you drinking? Yeah. Is that Jack Daniels something? What is that? Is that green apple? You fucking degenerate. <laughs> I'm it for the first time. It tastes pretty good. Like <laughs> Bring some on Saturday. I'm so excited for the live stream. Uh, okay, all right. Before we 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 talk about other stuff, so Dennis has the question. I'm gonna cut all this out. Uh, Dennis had a question that I thought was really good, and then um, we're gonna try to segue into another subject. Do you guys have a, another subject? Y'all wanna switch? You wanna switch over to music? I, I love Scott Pilgrim, by the way. That, that is, oh, yeah, true. I, I am Legends number one. Scott Pilgrim is number two. That is a fucking beautiful. That, that that's oh, for sure, like my top five. oh, I love that movie. I've watched that movie so many. Fuck, I have the soundtrack saved on Spotify. I love that soundtrack. Damn. I'm hearing voices in the. <laughs> Yeah, y'all can leave me out of this one. What? No. You, haven't you don't like Scott Pilgrim? Have you I've seen it. it. Yeah, oh. I mean it's all right. It's I'm all talking right. cinema wise. What's the dude? What's the director's name? Uh, uh, is it Todd? That's not Todd Phillips. Uh, I'm blanking. I'm a I, but his cuts and 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 the way he does the movie is fucking fantastic. Okay, Dennis, ask your question and we'll start. I'm gonna say three, two, one, and then you can you can ask the question. All right, three, two, one. No, I was just going to ask because you guys are talking about prequels and sequels and how you felt about them. I was going to ask how you guys felt about uh, remakes. Uh, Great question. As far as like... Uh, just in but, general? Well, I yeah. guess like both. Like m movies mainly because you guys are talking about cinemas, but you guys are also talking about games. So like, I don't know, like I, yeah, remastered editions or whatever games or whatever. I hate it. I, I, I mean, I don't hate it. I like some life being breathed into a dying franchise, for example. Like... Like the last Friday the Thirteenth movie, I think came out in like twenty thirteen or something like yeah, that. Yeah, twenty twelve, something right like there. that. Yeah, like that one was. It was fun to watch, but I think okay, Mister Horror <laughs> Film Man. Anyway, but I I enjoyed it. Like I was like, oh, this is fun to watch, but like it was nothing new. Like there was no, you know, yeah. it's just, oh Jason's here, y'all better run. And then they kill Trey Songs in the movie. It's really funny, but that's like I mean, it. He he was running instead of walking. Yeah, like, I, no, if, I, I see Jason running, it's a wrap. <laughs> what I was saying before is even more so now, like, where I was saying, like, you could either enjoy it or just pretend it doesn't doesn't exist. Like, for instance, like, yeah. uh, the biggest example I can think of is the Resident Evil 2 and RE2 remake. It's, like, yeah, the okay. biggest jump ever from, like, gameplay to graphics and everything. So much fucking fun. I think it's totally necessary like re2 on the ps1 can suck my dick forever <laughs> re2 remake is beautiful it's an amazing game i i'm in there and same thing for movies too because like you got something like king kong or something that they just yeah do well and the the new king kong got jack black in it so it's good yeah i don't know i mean they made a video game <laughs> out of it. It was, was ass. It was ass for the 360. You know it. Don't you even start. 
It was ass. It was a launch title. It was ass. All launch titles I, are ass. I had it for PlayStation, so I enjoyed it on PlayStation. But yeah, I, I don't know. I actually had it on GameCube. <laughs> right. I was, <laughs> I was a peasant. Man, but I, I, I think remakes have a place if the series honestly needed like some, you know, new life. Like Friday the Thirteenth at the time when it came out, I was like, oh, this is cool. I, I mean, again, I enjoyed it, but like I was not like, oh, this is the greatest slasher of all time. I was like, oh, it's whatever. But like it just it wasn't nothing it did nothing to breathe new life into the series I guess like there was no new way to kill people there was no it was it was the same shit but like if you look at something like I guess uh you can use Scream as an example like they're it's not really a remake but it's like they're they're redoing the story almost like they have bring they're bringing back old characters and stuff like there's things about it that have that remake quality but like I mean I don't know it's it's kind of tough cuz it I have to agree with Marshall and be like it just depends like I, actually, if the series needs it or not necessarily depends i think what it is is like if if what they are recreating if the original piece is standing the test of time then don't fucking touch it you know what i'm saying fair like if it's fucking getting dated and old as shit then revive it might be a reason why a creature of the black lagoon has not gotten a remake it's <laughs> exactly. good where it's at fam <laughs> Exactly. I think yeah, I think both of your points are, are very interesting. I just think it's important to note that like remakes, and I'm not f defending them by any means. I want to make that very clear. But yeah. they've are you going out and saying you don't like them. No, I'm not saying that either. I'm just saying that they've always been a part of cinema. So like the, yeah. the movies that, that we think, you know, I think the thing is probably a great true uh, a great example. So the thing, John Carpenter's the thing, which was in the 70s or early 80s. I can't remember. I think People it was 80s. It might have been 80s. Late 70s, maybe early 80s. I could be it's wrong. It's fuzzy for me. But um, that was a remake of The Thing from Another World, which is a completely different film. It was like an old monster flick, guy in a suit, shit like that. And Carpenter took it to a whole new level with these fucking crazy ass sh monsters that Rob Boutine created. He's yeah. the effects guy on that film. And still today, it's it's beloved by all horror nerds. Um, mm. but, it, but at the time, I think it's also very interesting. People fucking hated it absolutely hated it it's the same with halloween like it was very divided people were like super what the fuck different is this garbage yeah yeah a lot of those old old films that we hold in such high regard nowadays were shit on when they first came out so um the remake thing i think it's just always been a part of cinema and the way the studios look at it like i said it's a money thing if, if True. That, it's a franchise it's a name that people identify with and it will get people into the theater not only that, but it will rein they're hoping that it'll reinvigorate this machine for the younger audiences and the younger generations who may have never heard of these characters before. They're hoping that that will jumpstart, you know, some right. some if you, desire from these people. Quick question: if you do one remake and it does well, you can expect that franchise to continue. True. Right. Quick right. question: uh, Are you wearing shorts? I am wearing shorts. I've yeah, never seen your legs. <laughs> never seen my legs, baby. <laughs> Oh, you're no, tatted on the legs not, too. You like that? Oh, you like that? Save it for the Patreon. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I got it. I got it. It's like, is that a kneecap? Oh my god. <laughs> oh lord. Don't, right. don't make me show so, you my feet. Oh <laughs> sweet Jesus, wiki feet. <laughs> uh, let's switch gears a little bit. I I love I love movies in the sense that like that we get to. There's so many different ways we can go about movies, and we'll kind of switch it up and 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 switch gears a little bit. But I want to talk about gaming a little bit, just because I feel like we're in that like what do you call it a little dead period with gaming. 
where there's just not shit to play or there's not enough of 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 stuff to sustain i guess like like for me personally i need like i play destiny a lot and i, I know i've maybe mentioned it to a lot of you guys plenty of times and people that watch this video will be like oh fuck here we go again but that's been like the only live service game that's been able to keep my attention for the for the most part and i'll play apex and i'll play a lot of other games that kind of really will you know that are fun to play and fun to play with friends but like there hasn't been anything to really get me engaged in a long time and i'm honestly excited for the new year because i feel like 2022 is going to be the be the 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 big new era for gaming i guess like not anything crazy with technology yeah i feel like there's just going to be a lot to do come the new year like not even with just you know december with uh halo i feel like gaming is in that point right now where like that the bar is getting higher and higher i mean what do you guys think about like just gaming just changing radically over the last like fucking 10 years has been from the 360 to now like i feel like gaming is just on a whole new level i could not have imagined imagine being on a pc fucking playing video games nowadays you know i could be crazy us growing up playing video games we we like we we all grew up in the 90s we wasn't in the atari days true even people like that like video games have advanced so much in just 20 years people are still trying to figure that shit out so honestly in my opinion i feel like the industry is still a little stagnant really still making shit as fucking war like open world shit they still think attacking basis and pushing x is fun it's not <laughs> no, I mean they did switch up the formula with Rainbow Six. I'm not gonna lie, Rainbow Six has been is still holding down like the esports like setup. You know, like hey, Rainbow Six, like the the R6 League is fucking very dominant and present. I feel like game developers back in the day knew how to make a game fun way more than they do now. I mean, but... I feel yeah. like they had so, all this technology, and they're like, fuck, how do we make this fun? Well, question Red your Dead nostalgia in that, in that point, like... You've got to question your nostalgia at that point, like, was it really I fun, did. or was it I like did. you was eating Doritos and drinking Mountain Dew playing some shit yeah. at, like, 3 a.m.? Like, let's be yeah. real, okay? Because we've all been there. <laughs> no. This shit is garbage. This shit is But garbage. why? <laughs> Game dep- like I said, they just don't know how to make... They have all this technology and don't know how to make fun mechanics. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, well, okay. I could argue... Well, I want to get Eric's opinion on that really quick. And then I'll harp into my thing. Like, Eric, where do you feel like... you feel like gaming is on the rise? Or do you feel like it's uh, stagnant, like Marshall said? I'm, I'm fighting internally with myself well because you're kind of outside of the spectrum a little bit because you're not heavy into it a lot of it okay i'm just being nice okay (laughs) i don't i like i i grew up maybe like once every few months going over to a friend's house and they have you know halo or grand theft auto or something like that loaded up and i play it but i've never ever been a gamer i've never been that dude who like i told you that story the other day my mom constantly tells me Hey, I remember when you used to hide the GameCube when your friends came over for sleepovers because you knew that they would just do that all night and you wanted to go outside and fucking break shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that sounds like me. So yeah, I've just never been Yeah, no, like I've I've just I've never been that that kid or or person. I'm trying to get more into it. Like there was two games for me. And I, I think you know this, Joe, but Titanfall 2. Mm-hmm. And, Great game. And the very, yeah, the very, very beginning of Apex. Also Halo when I was a bit younger, but I never got super into it. Oh, that's a lie. Okay, there's like four games. Um, 
Modern Warfare 2. I remember getting pretty into that when I was... Uh, okay, I was going to ask, like, man, what was Titanfall 2 like for you to where you were like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to play some video games. But, like, no, if you I said Modern Warfare 2, it, bro. I like, understand. I was fucking in it. That campaign yeah, it was, was fucking glorious. I really hope we get a Titanfall 3. Sorry, go on. <laughs> it was alarming how much I was into that game. But, yeah, that's, like, those those were the only ones, and that was much later in my life. So I, I can't really relate to, to any of you guys, you know, growing up with video games and stuff because it just it wasn't something that I experienced. Well, you've seen um, the market. You've seen – you you pay attention to the landscape, rather. I mean, you're a content creator. You you kind of – it's like sure. a weird, innate sense to be like, oh, people are doing this now. People – I mean, you, you've been on YouTube. You've been on Twitch. You know – Sure. You see what I've people are on. A bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, like – I mean, you can make Fortnite jokes. That's pretty much the standard nowadays. Like, I feel like yeah. you have an idea of like, okay, I feel like gaming's going in this direction. Gaming's going in that direction. Yada, yada, yada. But like, to me, it's more or less like – I feel like the industry – I agree with Marshall. Like, right now, it's stagnant. Like, the, the, the peak for a while was like, oh, Cyberpunk is going to be the shit. And it wasn't necessarily... It, <laughs> it was a good game. It had a lot of good qualities. Yeah. They, just, they just didn't execute it the way they should have. And I played all of it. I know all of it. I've done everything. You can ask Dennis. He watched me do the full 24-hour stream, damn near. 18-hour stream. Don't yell at me. Mm. But, uh, I mean, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing that's... that's extremely like uh, i love vr i think vr is where it is is climbing i think vr is going to get more more in like the valve index for example like i don't know if you guys know about that like well, yeah. gaming's only going to get more and more open so like who's to say in the next 10 years we're not actually using an entire room dedicated to our gaming setup like mm -hmm. like a vr room or whatever or you that, know what i'm saying that's the thing like vr headsets are already kind of I say like an arcadey experience. True. You're not gonna be spending you it's much easier to spend seven hours right here in my chair, mouse and keyboard, fucking gaming it up. I'm not gonna be wearing a headset for seven hours, you know what I'm saying? That's true. But I, what if you what if in the next ten years though you don't need the headset? What if you just walk into a room and it's like a little hollow room, you flip a switch, you're gaming. You're you're the, the master point, chief. The point, the point is still made because I still want to sit in my chair and play mouse and keyboard. You know what I'm saying? Do you think that gaming setup will ever die? Or do you think it'll always be prevalent to a certain degree? The whole I'm couch, sure, sure like gameplay shit? Change. Yeah, I'm sure it'll change up, but it'll always be your couch and your TV. You don't think you're going to have a connect? I, under I understand both of <laughs> your guys' points. I just want to reiterate that I, I don't know shit about shit when it comes to this shit. But I, the, uh, the Wii... <laughs> Wasn't that supposed to be like some game changing thing? Remember when that shit came out? I ain't gonna lie, it kind of was think for a minute. About, think about how accessible it was. All it was yeah. was just a controller. Yeah, yeah. that's true. But, but but it was a more like interactive thing, and people still chose, like Marshall was saying, to to go back to their comfort zone and something that they're familiar with. And yeah, even though gaming was nowhere near where it is today, it's still kind of like a similar um situation but at I some think. point it's gonna switch we're gonna be the old people playing the fucking Wii, and the kids are gonna be in the hollow rooms i'm telling you watch what out said, <laughs> what eric said was um you know he was he didn't grow up playing video games and uh he picked up titanfall 2 as like a dive into video games well i kind of feel like that's the reason why video games are stagnant it's it's increasing in quality but it's doing the same things because new people are coming in and experiencing it for the first time while we're just like man we've been doing this fair. for fucking 20 years that's know? fair it's also, I don't, it's really hard to like especially shooters like how do you change it up you push mouse one and you win the game it's awesome 
That's true. And, you know, I'd argue that that is probably the 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 best argument you could make in in such a uh, such a case as like we're we're doing the same shit while everybody else is either learning or you know, like I said, gaming is becoming the thing where it's it's you know, fucking just makes, advanced and crazy. You said earlier, like, I mean, obviously gaming is becoming way more prominent. And well, I mean, media is just taking it. I mean, esports is a prime example. Like, we're you see ESPN covering esports now, it's become a dominant thing. It is a it's a thing. It's gonna become less accessible, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they'll ever become less accessible. Like, yeah, like, when are they gonna make a game that's gonna be fucking hard as shit? Like, Dark Souls. <laughs> so fucking dog shit. That's the, that's the loudest you've been all night. I think an important like topic of discussion when it comes to this is like the fact that you've in recent years been able to make money off of these things. I think that yeah. that's played a huge part in why people cover it so often and why you see it and why it's become you know such the entity that it is. I think before that, you know. Like video games were video games, man. Like it's in a whole new it's a little world joystick, now. Like and you're you can, pushing a button, yeah. Yeah, you can fucking not only pay your bills, but live an incredibly un, you know comfortable lifestyle True. just from playing video games. And kids see this, yeah, and they they fucking they're biting at the ankles to get a piece of this. Like they see yeah. this, and they're it's. I, I think that's a huge part of why video games have well, got to influences influences is a whole other topic that we can save for another video because I yeah. do think influencers have such pool i mean it, uh, we i'd argue that we're all influencers in our own right uh, but it's it's I, what i'm getting at is is uh, sorry i didn't mean to call you the i word <laughs> get that shit out of here man See, I, I get i'm a gamer i'm a game over here <laughs> i get what you're saying because doc was watching the fucking campaign trailer and he's like fuck this this needs a battle royale and but i get where he's coming from because if he's gonna want to pull viewers, viewers are gonna watch. Are gonna want to watch Battle Royale. Yeah, I and I that again. That whole topic is well worth a whole video. I feel because influencers have a a whole spectrum of wrongs and rights, in my opinion. And I've told Eric a few of them before, and he's told me a few of his. And I'm pretty sure you've told me a couple of yours before, Marshall. But like, as far as like just gaming as a whole, I do feel like we're going into in a direction where it's almost like with. Uh, our parents and like cell phones they had to learn and they had to adapt they had to get used to the way technology is now and i think that we're not maybe not next year well not i won't say next year but I, in the next five to ten years gaming is going to get a get to a point where it's not mouse and keyboard where it's not controller you're gonna have more intuitive interactive uh lifestyle altering things happen to you that you'll be able to get into. And I, I 100% believe, because you, I mean, if you look at all the data, like Facebook is getting heavy into gaming, Apple's getting heavy, some of the big giants, Google, everybody is trying to get into gaming because they, and they have the money. I mean, they don't have the fucking talent just yet because you've seen Stadia, Stadia is still dog shit, but they're getting into the, the market and that market is very much open. Just because you're Activision or whoever, you don't dominate that market. The minute these big boys get into the market, the money and the money, the money pool goes from ten million to ten billion. The game is gonna fucking change. We're gonna see just gaming go in a crazy direction here soon. And it, I, I feel like it's gonna get. Oh, my PC's not gonna be shit. It's gonna be. Hey, you need a a hollow room. You need a spaceship. It's gonna get there. I, really, I don't think it's gonna be like that. I think 
as far as accessibility as like like you don't need my PC or your Joe's PCs. Um PCs. You like, heard that? Or PCs. I'm gaming out here. PCs are <laughs> fucking gaming right now. But I think in like 10 years is what really is going to take over is streaming video games. Just like how Netflix, Hulu and all that stuff. Ooh. I think that's I think that's what's going to take over with accessibility. Like you don't need to spend a thousand dollars. Maybe you can interact with the streamers and, and gain your own, like have like own separate like level up thing going on from the stream. That'd be cool. That'd be crazy, but cool. I don't know how I feel about that. We'll have to talk about oh, that a little dude, bit too. I know for a fact, like probably like five years from now that there's going to be apps on our like tvs pcs whatever you're gonna use where it's just gonna have like a mainframe somewhere where they're running games with rtx's and shit like that and they're just gonna stream it to your fucking wi-fi and it's gonna be and it's gonna be solid too because they're they're gonna work on it they're gonna have like fiber and all that shit because they have it now it's just butt ass it's just <laughs> delay and shit like that it doesn't work your wordplay is my favorite butt ass but, ass but dick ass. <laughs> My fucking favorite. I don't know. I just I feel like gaming's going in. I don't now. I don't think anything. I don't think any of this is bad. I think gaming is going in a good direction. And I've been a you know to counter Eric earlier. Like I've been growing up playing games. I had an N sixty four, Sega Genesis, all that stuff. I mean, the first game I ever played was Mortal Kombat. And I remember being a kid and going to arcades on the weekends and playing games with my friends and and shit talking and doing all that stuff that I do now, but you know in a smaller space. One on one. My first game was Street Fighter Two. Were you on Dude. Super Nintendo? No, no. I was actually the first time I ever played it was on the Sega Dreamcast. I played Mortal Kombat because I remember, oh, yeah. I remember like all nighting trying to get through the, the 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 hardest tower in Mortal Kombat, trying to beat Shao Kahn, and I remember fucking raging the entire time. Oh, yeah. terrible time, but it was great. But uh, yeah. I mean, going back to that, like I just. You know, it's gone from that to where we are now. It just blows my mind. And like I said, with all this money kind of harping on Eric, like things are making money and, and it's only going to get crazier and it's only going to get more and more, you know, I mean, if you if you look at the era down there in 2008, 2009 with the Connect and the Wii, like you were talking about, like they were really trying to push the boundaries with motion detection and, and motion sensors. Like they were really trying to push that and they dropped it obviously, but like, it has a resurgence with VR. I mean, PlayStation's VR, and then you have Valve getting involved, and all. I'm telling you, like, it's only going to get crazier. That they're going in, like Nintendo dropped the Wii motion control and stuff like that for the Switch for something that's portable, and Valve is going for something like the Steam Deck. They're going for something portable. They're all going for something accessible. So yeah, they're, they're going to get as many customers as they can by making it accessible. And then they're going to be worried about making something quality. I, I agree. They're just trying to cash in on their customers. And then it's going to change. And like right now, this is the era of accessibility. And then we're going to have an era of full on, you know, body game. tracking. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you going to be a gamer? I'm going to show you how to be a gamer. God damn it. Um, Eric, I mean, I want to know because, again, like, does any i just again because you're not a big gamer and i want to know and dennis you can harp on this too if you want but i i want to know like does any of this like scare you does it excite you does it you know what you know when you think about like how gaming is changing and where it's going like do you think that like this is something i want to dive into as a as a, a adult you know male like or do i want to like 
uh, this is kind of crazy. Do you I want to assume my gender? <laughs> I did. No, I saw a kneecap. I knew the gender. Easy. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it's it's a good question because there's there's part of me that's like really hesitant and just basically indifferent on the subject because that's that's my my primal instinct when it comes to this. But on the other hand, like with what I'm trying to do is as far as career wise, like whether I like it or not, like I depend on this shit. Like if if gaming goes out and and people don't like it, which is not saying that's going to happen. Um, that's going to affect me negatively with what I'm trying to do, you know, for my career. Like I I want to do Twitch. I want to, even though what I do is not revolved around gaming, Twitch is and yeah. these, these platforms that I use and a lot of things that have an impact on what I do revolve around gaming. So there's that other part of me is yes, I want things to move forward. Yes, I want this to get more popular and. And I, I, I want it to progress. Where I think it's going, I have no idea. I couldn't tell you. But I, I think it's only upwards from here just because especially like, yeah. you know, the younger generation, not necessarily us, we kind of dipped our toes into it and uh, are, are progressively, you know, more getting deeper into the water, so to speak. But I think that the, these Gen Z kids, like, they took this shit to a whole nother level. Like, they're controlling yeah. the market right now. And for the next, like, 10 or so years, they're going to be the ones who are primarily controlling things regarding this topic. So yeah. I think I think with them, like, there's, they're only going to move forward with this. There's no backing up now. Everybody's invested in it. So I think that, you know, it's it should all be positive things, you know, moving forward or just, you know... Play, you know, it's the building block thing. I think these kids are just going to keep putting blocks on blocks on blocks because they're obsessed with this shit. And like right. I said, the money thing has something huge to do with it because, and I wasn't necessarily, you know, talking about influencers. I think that's what happens after. I think how you get to influencers is the, the most important thing. And it's because these people want to do this shit. Like you talk to your parents about, you, I, you know, kids watching streamers. You're like, wait a fucking second. Your parents are like, there's people on the internet watching somebody else yeah. play a video I, mean, game. I, I, I they're was like that guy. i was that guy I was at like, first i think i was too to watch me play video games i'm just fucking gaming yeah and, yeah and it, it boggles their fucking minds and it's it's honestly hilarious to see that reaction just true because we've had such a good experience <laughs> with it and yeah. these gen z kids like they're gonna have such a different experience with it as well and i i think that you know from this point on it's it's only gonna get crazier and crazier i'm with it dennis do you want to add to it I'm excited for sure. No, yeah, I, no, yeah, I definitely just see it only going really forward from now with like all the upgrades they're doing to every console and how like everything's getting sold out. Like as soon as everything's getting like pushed out, it's just getting like grabbed immediately. Mm. Yeah, it's huge. It's fair. That's Plus, so, I, yeah. I think like I don't want to get into a whole nother realm of, of discussion, but I think that real world shit has something to do with that as well. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I've got a whole Nobody thing about that too that I would love to talk about. I'll save for another episode. Yeah. But I do have this Living crazy story. This crazy Better. story that I want to tell you guys next time on the Slam Nest. Thank you guys so much for watching today's video. <laughs>